0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to Stay in Philly Sports History for November 2nd, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. A couple housekeeping notes before we move on to today's episode. First, there is a new Back to the Future up. We take a look at the rise and fall of the Philadelphia Athletics. That is available wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. That's Back to the Future with a PH. We take a look at the Philadelphia Athletics Uh, Question of the day recap from yesterday. It seemed as though pretty much everybody thought that the Howie Roseman's moves of getting Bayard and Julio were were pretty solid. I I know um, some people were more bullish on them than others, but I think the fact that even on the social media, the grades were typically in the solid B range. So I think it, it's one of those things where hopefully now that Bayard has another week into the the system, he has the bye week coming up next week, it will allow them to, we'll see, especially in the middle of that tough road and that tough schedule, we'll see the dividends. We, we saw Julio Jones already score a red zone touchdown, which is good. Uh, we, I did mention yesterday the Niners got uh, better with Young. Um uh, But we'll see. I mean, I I, I still think there's a lot of question marks with them. Uh, Same with the Lions. Um, Obviously, the Cowboys have questions. We have questions, too. But I think of everybody in the NFC right now, I still think we're the most complete team. Uh, Seattle's another team that, that got better. But again, I look at all of those teams I just mentioned and I look, it comes down to me. Offensive line and quarterback play, and I still think those two positions are where we are better than all of those other teams. I'll take Jalen Hurts over golf, Purdy, Dak, and uh, Geno Smith any day of the week. So uh, it's anxious to see as we head into the second half, but we'll get more into the Dallas game later in this episode. Also, today is the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame induction ceremony. If you're going to go, let me know. Uh, I should be down there roughly around 4, 4.15 or so. It uh, should be a great night. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, as I mentioned before, I don't know what to expect. Like, I, 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 There's so many different roles and parts of me, and I'm just like, I, I don't know which one it's going to be, uh, but it should be a good time. Uh, And we'll have a full recap next week on Back to the Future. I'm sure I'll give you some tidbits tomorrow as well. But definitely looking forward to that. So with that being said, today's question of the day It's the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. It's the best athletes ever from the Philadelphia area, either playing here or from here, or in some cases, both. So very simple question today. Let me know who your favorite all-time Philadelphia athlete is. For me, this is a tough one uh, because there's so many of those uh, Buddy Ryan Eagles, uh, huge Dawkins and McNabb fan. uh, But I, I think there's one that it's just completely obvious to me, and that's Schmitty. The uh, first true, I guess, baseball hero, uh, professional athlete hero was Mike Schmidt. Always will have a special spot in my heart. So for me, my all-time favorite Philly athlete is Mike Schmidt. Be sure to let me know who your favorite all-time Philly athlete is. There are no right or wrong answers because some of my favorites aren't necessarily some of the best to ever do it. So let me know. But for my money, it's Schmidtie.com. Um, looking forward, like I said, to to just hanging out and being around all that greatness. Like the fact that I was teasing with my wife before she went to work today. I'm like, and the next thing I know, I'm at Delilah's with Donovan, Chooch, and Jay Wright. Not that that's gonna happen, but it's just that sort of the randomness of everybody that's there. It's, it's so like obviously excited to talk to Jay, uh, Trot, uh, those guys, Chooch. But like I'm very and you guys know as we went through October, I'm very, very interested in some of those um non mainstream sports athletes, like talking to the family of Truxton Hare, talking to Al Holden's family, um, just uh, just hearing their stories. What was it or Al Holbert, not Al Holden, um, but like just what is their what's it like like to to kind of grow up knowing that your father your grandfather was this tremendous athlete but because of the time period he played in and the sport he played didn't necessarily get the recognition so very excited to see how how those stories play out and and hear them and and everything like that so I am beyond excited as you can tell I'm just rambling on and on about it but I will have some updates tomorrow but I will be saving that for the next episode of Back to the Future and as I've been saying this whole time you can't talk about the place where the goats of Philly sports live without talking about the goat of Philly sports apparel. Go to phillygoat.com support all the the athletes that are getting inducted um they have Phillies, Eagles, Flyers, Sixers, Union, Philly-centric uh, neighborhoods, uh, all sizes, all colors. You name it, they got it. Uh, one of my favorite shirts is the um, Mr. Sandman's boxing gym shirt I have. Uh, they have a ton of Philly stuff, ton of Kelly Green Eagles, and I'm sure now that the Sixers are underway and the Flyers are underway, they'll probably be coming out with more for them. So go check it out. makes a great holiday gift, Um Get your kids, uh, your cousins, whoever, your your husbands, your wives, just get them. They have hoodies too, so I know we've talked a lot since we've been partnering with them about t-shirts. They have hoodies as well, so go check them out. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. It's a cold one today in Philly. They have some knit hats as well, so go check them out. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. All right, tough loss for the Flyers last night. Lost five to two. Uh, they also lost Carter Her- Carter Hart with a mid-body injury. Uh, couldn't really get many details. I'm sure we'll get more on that today as it, it progresses. Um, but they were in it. I mean, that they they this has been a fun team, and I, I'm seeing more and more people like on Twitter and hearing more people talk about. Even though it's a rebuilding year, it, it feels different than last year, where last year they were just bad, bad now they're they're fun they're young and they're they're doing young team things where they're not t- capitalizing on mistakes they're not taking advantage of the things that are out there for them but they're entertaining and the fact that they are getting those chances is a huge huge upgrade so hopefully carter hart is not out for too long and it's nothing serious as i hear more i will update you Sixers got a couple Sixers news. Uh, they picked up the option for Jaden Springer for next year, which I really like. I think he really is coming into his own in Nick Nurse's system. Um, so I, we're, and again, we're only three games in, and I'm already digging Nick Nurse's system. Uh, but they have the home opener tonight against Toronto who did play last night against the Knicks, so uh, could be another good win for the Sixers to open up at home. And and just excited to see the atmosphere in that building. And the consensus, again, still from what I'm hearing from everyone is, yeah, the Sixers did not necessarily get the the best maximum return that they probably could have gotten over the summer. But it's nice to just turn that page from the James Harden thing, focus on what we got, look toward the future, see what we have for this year, because now you have assets that you could possibly – parlay into another player for this year to help you with the stretch run. Uh, Milwaukee kind of doesn't look as great as I kind of thought they would be. Uh, yes, it's still early. Uh, I mean, Boston's Boston, um, so we'll see. But I mean, you, don't, you never know. I mean, the right person coming in, like a Zach Levine or something, all of a sudden the Sixers are in that top three conversation again. And we saw what happened in the playoffs last year. If it had not been for one of the the more epic meltdowns and choke jobs, the Sixers would have been all right. Uh, but they're in action tonight, excited to have the, the, the home opener before us. Eagles news. Uh, injury report came out. Uh, Hertz was not on it, but it seems more and more like he has a bone bruise, which I think if it's a bone bruise, that's a hell of a lot better than any ligament damage or anything like that. It's sort of like a kind of like a pain management thing i would think uh, I, I don't know because i'm not a doctor whether or not you can make it worse um uh, but i know he had it and then he got hit uh on it again in the miami game so it's kind of one of those things where it probably the bye week coming up next week is going to be huge but i mean if he's not running and he's standing in the pocket and he's passing like he did last week i'm okay with it uh but it, it does seem like, knock on wood, it, I haven't received any reports or, or heard anything that it's ligament damage. So that's a that's a positive. Bradley Roby did not practice yesterday. Uh, Jordan Davis was limited. Uh, but Jalen Carter was a full participant, and that's huge. I think they're going to need him to be... The beast he was early in the season in this game against Dallas um, and again it is Cowboys week and I don't I don't know has it been more subdued this week um, I know last year it was tough because the first Dallas game happened during the Phillies World Series run there was no Dak Prescott that was a Cooper Rush game and then the last one was Gardner Minshew versus Dak um and it was kind of like a foregone conclusion that the eagles were almost i mean they were going to try to win it but they were kind of punting but i don't necessarily think and see too much of i don't know I and mean, i've been listening to the radio as much as i can it just seems like it's a more subdued week and i don't know if that's because if you remember back in the 90s we weren't necessarily on the cowboys radar Once they kind of surpassed us after the Buddy Ryan days with Jimmy Johnson, they didn't really look at us as the rival. It was Green Bay and San Francisco, but it was like a big week for us. And I almost feel now that it's been sort of us dominating in in the past probably eight years or so, um, minus a couple games, I know, because I'm sure the cockroaches out there are going to be like, hey, but we beat you. Relax. We've been the more dominant team uh, at least in the past eight years, pretty much past 20, 25, 30, uh, 40, Uh, but I I don't know. I I almost feel like we're kind of at that point where, at least maybe this is me, and and I've made it no secret that I'm I'm more of a Giants hater than I am a Cowboys hater, but it's almost like I look at Dallas, and I'm like, you guys aren't necessarily on our level, I feel like we're a tier above them, so it's kind of hard to to sort of get up and like. Sure, they might come in and beat us. Washington gives us close games because they're in the division, but I don't know. Maybe I'm misreading the whole thing. But let me know what you guys are thinking about this because don't get me wrong, this is a huge game. If the Eagles, excuse me, if the Eagles win this game, they go two. Technically, if the way the standings work, they'll go up two and a half games on the Cowboys in the division with the gauntlet part of their schedule coming up. So that's huge. But again, let me know. Am I misreading the whole – I misread the whole Washington day after, so maybe I'm misreading this whole Cowboys week thing. Uh, But that's not the question of the day, but be sure to let me know what your thoughts are on that. Also, last night, the new Clashing Conferences podcast dropped. Be sure to check out my boys over there. I'm excited to listen this week because I'm sure Randy's going to be chirping, chirping, chirping. Um, So go check them out, the Clashing Conferences podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. All right, so we are going to shift gears and go to the Sixers now. And we're going to go back to 1990. And on this day, back in 1990, the Sixers opened up their season in Chicago, beating Michael Jordan and the Bulls 124-116. Charles Barkley had 37 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 assists. Johnny Dawkins added 25, 11 11 assists and 7 rebounds, almost a triple-double to open the season. And then Rick Mahorn and Hersey Hawkins each had 19. Uh, But the big story in this game was in the offseason – the Golden State Warriors traded Manute Bol to the Sixers for a draft pick, and Manute Bol made his Sixers debut this night. He played 20 minutes, had four rebounds and four blocks. At seven foot seven, he was the tall, or is still the tallest player to ever play for the Sixers, uh, and he is tied for the tallest player to ever play in the NBA with George Muresan. Um, I remember there were some great commercials back in the day with George Muresan. But this is all about Manute Bowl. Manute Bowl played four seasons total in Philly, uh, averaged one point eight points per game, three point six rebounds, two point seven blocks. Uh he did have that one magical day in nineteen ninety-three when he hit six three pointers and a half. Um And the 1990-91 Sixers ended up, they got off to a hot start and then went on a losing streak, but they ended up with the five seed, lost in the conference semifinals to the Bulls four games to one. But on this day, it was Manute Bulls stepping on the court for the first time with the Sixers to become the tallest player in franchise history, a record that still stands today in the Sixers' 124-116 opening day victory over the Bulls. Uh, Ultimately, though, Manute Bull, um, while he was a fan favorite, couldn't do much offensively. Um, has a had a couple kids that played um, in college in the pros. Uh, Bull Bull actually still plays in the NBA. And unfortunately, I believe he died uh, tragically, Manute Bull did, of liver failure. Uh, but he he spent his career after playing uh, being like an ambassador to Su- the Sudan and, and helping the people over there in his home country. but shout out to Manute Ball for that. but on this day he made his debut for the Sixers becoming the first or the tallest player in team history and he's tied with good old George Muurasan for uh, the tallest player to ever play in the NBA and, I, and do yourself a favor. I'm gonna look it up when I'm done. Look up the George Musan commercials. I don't remember what product it may have been Nike. Uh, or Gatorade, but go check them out. They were funny. And after you're done checking out those videos, go check out our friends over at carcan.com. It's the holiday season. Halloween is, is past us. We are in November. It's cold. There's been debates on whether or not to play Christmas music, Go do some holiday shopping. Do yourself a favor. Go to Car Can. They have a wide selection of car organizational items. Uh, Their flagship product is the Car Can that fits on the back of your seat where your kids can just drop their things in there. Also can use it as storage. Works as a cooler if you're taking a long trip. Don't have kids not interested in a Car Can? That's fine. They have all kinds of other things to organize your car or truck. Uh, I've talked about the, the trunk. Uh, organizer bins they have, um, which I'm still thinking about getting for my truck to, to go and just organize certain things back there. But go to carcan.com, check out their selection, use the promo code Jim Montgomery, 20 off for 20% off of your order. And again, the more you buy in bulk of carcan, the better it is. Right now they're at nine ninety nine. You take the 20% off, uh, you buy multiple ones for everybody in your office. So go check them out, carcan.com, Promo code Jim Montgomery 20 off for 20% off of your order. Alright, and that segues perfectly into today or this month's feature. We are spotlighting the most disappointing athletes in Philadelphia sports history. The hard part for me through all of this was limiting it to just 30. Uh, also, I could have done the 30 most disappointing Eagles, Sixers, a- any guy on the any of the four major teams, I could have done. Uh, so this was difficult, but today, in honor of the Sixers' home opener, as well as this day when Manute Bol made his debut, we are honoring disappointing athlete Sharon Wright. Sharon Wright was the number six overall pick for the Sixers in nineteen ninety four. Had a solid rookie year, eleven point four points and six rebounds a game. He was second team all rookie uh started the, his second year about the same though uh leading coach john lucas to call him charming soft because he was didn't get better uh and, and was definitely soft when it came to the paint um ended up being traded that second year they didn't even let him finish out the year for tony massenberg and ed pickney who was like 100 years old when they traded for him the former villanova star um Now, keep in mind that the Sixers team and during this time period, they were terrible. I mean, that's when they were, they had Clarence Weatherspoon, who I'm still don't want to get into it because he may or may may not make the list, but just disappointed in how that whole thing rolled out. They had Sean Bradley, uh, they were just bringing guys and just nothing worked after they traded Barkley. but they were just terrible. John Lucas just was, he had that successful run. I th- I believe, I could be wrong. I, I think he was the last coach of the Spurs before Popovich took over. That's how long Popovich has been there. But I don't know, and I will, let me look that up uh, and give you the update for tomorrow. But I, I feel like Popovich has been there so long that he sort of, was at like John Lucas was the coach and then Greg Popovich, so that's how far back we're going. Uh, but they were just bad teams. That draft, though, the Sixers did pass up on Brian Grant, Eddie Jones, Jalen Rose, Aaron McKee. They could have had some solid players, nobody that's really moving the needle as a superstar. Uh, but I would have taken any one of those guys over Sharon Wright. Eric Montrose was a guy they could have had who didn't have a great pro career, but I would have taken Eric Montrose over Sharon Wright. Uh, all told, though, Sharon Wright played five seasons. Uh, his career was cut short tragically by a car accident. Uh, he suffered like a collarbone injury and some other injuries. Um, but throughout his NBA career, I think he only played with the Sixers in, uh, I believe it was Toronto, but just was nothing more than a journeyman in his five years. But coming in at the sixth overall pick and for a team that was just utterly bad, just looking for somebody uh, to kind of step up. Remember, we're still two years before Allen Iverson. Um, it just was the one of the biggest disappointments, I would think. Like I can go back through all of those drafts. And Sharon Wright, Clarence Weatherspoon, Sean Bradley, and um, just the guys that they uh, just picked and, and passed on. It's just... It was a frustrating time to be a Sixers, and that's why I always say they are like the ex-girlfriend who I always fall for her line when I go back to her, and they disappoint me every time, and this goes back to the, the Charles Barkley era, but today's disappointing Philadelphia athlete is Sharon Wright. Let me know what you think. Is he even on your radar as a disappointment, or was he just that much of a disappointment that he's not even on your radar? Uh, On this day back in 1990, Sixers opened up the season with a 124-116 win over Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Manute Bull made his debut, becoming the tallest player in Sixers history at 7'7". We will have more on Dallas Week as we go. Let me know, am I missing something? It just seems way more subdued, and it has been for the past couple years. Um, Am I just being a, is that like my reverse psychology on the Cowboys, though? Let me know. Sixers in action tonight. I am excited. It is also the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame ceremony, so I will not be watching the game. I will be in attendance. If you're going to be there, let me know. I am stoked. I just got to get through a half a day at work. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Uh, But be sure, in honor of that, to let me know who your all time favorite Philadelphia sports athlete is. And that is our question of the day. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. It's going to be a cold one, but go have yourselves a Thursday. And until next time, I'll see you when I see you.